Infinite Ammo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Infinite Ammo Syndicate European podcast for the top five best and worst developers slash publishers. Uh, starting with me, I am Mr. Bane for you. I'm going to go down the list here. We got uh, Shadow. Oh, I'm not the only Shadow today. Hello, everybody. Yes. Yay. It's a lot easier this time. <laughs> Do you want me to change it to Shadow Kick or something? No, I'm just kidding. No. I don't like his. Uh, Stop it. <laughs> uh, sp speaking of kicks, uh, the Sonic Kick? Yeah, hey. I'm That's technically good. not even European, but I am. Uh, neither am I. Yeah. I act European, mate. It, it kind of dragged me in here with us. We need all the How hands we... we can get. Us Americans need to help out the filthy Europeans. This <laughs> is kidding. Hey, this uh... is uh, trying to avoid some Article 13 stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> we then have another actual European, Suicidal Llama. Hey, oh, that's me. Hello, I'm Llama. Yep. And then, of course, we got uh, our leader, Renegade Apparatus. I'm tired, kill me, so I'm gonna just wing it here. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. You said to bring a hungover guy to host. That's a great idea. Yeah, we got a hungover guy, a guy that's super tired, a furry, and two Europeans, so let's do this. I'm not a furry, by the way. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I know, I know, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I think we're, we're gonna start this off in, uh, in the order of worst and then best. So... Um, I'm gonna start off with my fifth worst, the least worst out of the worst, EA. I've got a reason for EA being fifth here. So, for every good game they do, they fuck something up hardcore. Uh, I don't think I need to say too much about a lot of their games. Battlefield Five being their worst one currently. But uh, I'm gonna let everybody else take the wheels for this one. Uh, with EA, they're just sort of... You expect them to be bad, so it's just... You, yeah. You're not really disappointed by them anymore. Uh, they decide they do something good, and then you get pissed when they do something that's usually them. Yeah, you expect them to be done exactly. Yeah. I, I have not seen anything good from them in a very long time. I'll give them the fact they remastered uh, Burnout Paradise. Although they should have just made a new in Burnout game. Uh, with, with EA, it always strikes me as they're like the, the typical uh, example of a greedy game dev publisher. You know, it just yeah. you, that's why you expect it. They're like, oh yeah, we're talking about greedy companies. Then yeah, EA, of course. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with them getting w voted worst company of America like however many years in a row it's not because like they're the literal worst like even game publisher it's just what they represent they represent pretty much everything wrong with the industry because if there's something wrong uh with the game industry they're probably going to be doing it oh yeah anybody else uh their fifth worst uh, I just wanted to say, I thought it was funny that EA is actually making a good decision with their EA creators program, but it works against them because with the way out, they don't make a single dime on that game. And that guy managed to make his game, put it out there. And apparently it has free co-op 
So yeah, that yeah, is a does. move. That is a move that EA would never commission under their authority. So I find that pretty hilarious and ironic that that guy got away with that shit. Uh, I, was for, I, I think uh, a way, when I played a way out, it was one. Of, I think it was one of the my favorite EA games that they ever released. And the fact that no, the money didn't go to EA, I was, I was like, fuck yes. That is super puzzling, but my mind was like, okay, I'm all for this because I don't have to pay them a single dime if that's the case. I I hope they I hope they hire that dude honestly. Like, have that studio make more games for him. Okay, that game was really good. Him saying fuck the Oscars, I'm just gonna say that was the greatest <laughs> moment ever when he did that last game awards, so yeah, <laughs> just uh, saying, that was great. A, a little tease yeah, for next sp- he's gonna be there, but give him a mic again. <laughs> give him a mic again, please. Uh, hopefully we get fuck the Emmys, uh, fuck the AMAs, fuck every award show. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the streamies especially, that's a different story. Oh yeah. All right, Bane, so your next one? Oh, I, I gave the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, what about you, Ren? Uh, okay, so for me, um, I guess, obviously, this is a given. Konami, I mean, we've, oh, we've <sighs> seen... I, I just don't like the notion of survive and all the patchy slot bullshit that's been happening with putting Silent Hill and a Metal Gear remake on there. I think they did like MGS3 in the Fox engine and it was only on patchy slot. So uh, well, that's night. They that's... did the cutscenes and which was yeah. at the same time, it's very cheap to do it because that... the actual gameplay is pretty, it's very like chibi styled or whatever. And the that... fact that it's, yeah. That still required some effort out of Konami and that Fox engine is not getting much mileage. Yeah, what, I, what I've said before, like I'll say the survive, I, I've played it not the worst game I own on Steam. Mm. Um, it's a fucking asshole bottom. Um, but survive is is a neat idea with execution that's really really poor, and that's the thing that pisses me off. Konami, there could have been a decent game there. They fucked it up a little bit. Not to mention that like all the inner workings of Kojima going against Konami and vice versa. Well, it was the other way around, actually. Uh, That just really left a bad taste in people's mouth uh, with the way that was handled. So I just think that all of that coupled in the fact with uh, their games aren't getting much traction, even though they're trying with the Zone of the Enders remake. And I heard that got like less sales it was barely advertised uh so that uh, was one reason sold on it sold like less than a million physical copies total mm-hmm. have they been trying i thought they were more bothered about pachinko machines nowadays they've they've oh. tried with that just that one release and that was it like their major mainstream releases is still up in the air because we don't know what they're doing with silent hill or metal gear right now with um, Zone of the Enders, apparently Side Games, the guy who's the people who did the H the PS4 version, apparently they want to make a new one. So who knows what that might lead to? I'm happy they did do it and and include VR support. I haven't played the VR version, but I wanted I want to can't afford the VR at the moment. But I'm happy they did that. And Konami's like with that, Konami's trying. But they do need to bring back more franchises and stuff, other franchises. If, like, I think if they're going to do... Because a lot of people are like really pissed off about the state of Metal Gear and especially Silent Hill. So it, 
for them to bring that back, in my opinion, I feel like they should mostly go away from that, bring some of their other franchises back, and then go back to Metal Gear and Silent Hill. I mean, what I'll say with that is, like, I, I want... I want a new Silent Hill game, I really do. But I've also, and even as much as I actually kind of like Downpour, I've played Downpour, Homecoming, Origins. I, like, I, I, know I can understand liking Downpour, and uh, I like Shattered Memories, actually. Shatter, yeah, that's why I didn't mention Shattered Memories, so that's actually a good game. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, with the track record they've had, especially fucking Homecoming. Jesus. I, um... I would rather stick a knife in my hand than uh, trust Konami with another Silent Hill game. Okay, so Bane wants to play Five Finger Filet. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, split hand. Jesus. Yeah. I don't trust them. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, they just need to get their priority straight and focus on more games in the West that people actually give a damn about. Uh, you know, I mean, it's stuff that they're doing, like, uh, well, indie devs are doing, like, Bloodstained, which is looking yeah. pretty cool, so, yeah, I, I think we just need Castlevania to come back, Metal Gear, and Silent Hill, in some form, you know, just, once you get to that point of working on other IPs, like Anthony mentioned, just bring out all your guns after that. Damn. Fucking, uh, bring back Rumble Roses, goddammit. I've never played that game, so I have no comment. Then again, the character is fucking great. It's it's no, literally held out too much hope. It's just it's, like but, wrestling um, titties, right? DOA. It's wrestling titties, and it's great. Oh, yes. Yeah. But uh, the thing yeah, is, yeah. the character designer is dead. So who fuck knows? <laughs> Jesus, that was morbid. It, uh, yeah, that kind of jumped really fast into depressingness. Uh, <laughs> I I never knew that. Bit. So holy crap! Yeah, he died two years ago. So. Ah, damn. There's always time to just polish up the old models. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, I have this feeling in about, like, two or three years, Konami's going to start selling IPs. I uh, hope they will. I hope they will. Yeah. You know, for a while, I actually was thinking about that, like, um, who would be best suited to handle all of their franchises, and... It's a, it's a really it will be a really long discussion, but Bethesda gets Metal Gear. No. Oh no. Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> Sony gets Metal Gear. Hill, although they hand it to the Evil Within guys, so that would be a positive. And uh, Bethesda gets Castlevania, but they also make it like a Fallout game. I would fucking die. Uh, Sorry, I <laughs> just would. Oh man. Uh, Marvelous gets uh, Marvelous or Marvel. Uh, blah. The Marvelous Publishers get a fucking Rumble Roses. They literally just make it like Senran Kagura. <laughs> and then uh, NIS America gets translation rights for all of them. <laughs> oh, that'd be a train wreck. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, it can't be worse than uh, some of the early Metal Gear PC ports, though. I haven't played them, so I cannot say. Uh, I played them just two on PC. All I gotta say. Alright, so what is the next one for worst? I, 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 I think me? Did I say mine? Uh, nope. no. I said, um, Microsoft, the creator of the Kinect. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll disagree. Well, I'd say the Kinect era, yes. Now I disagree. Uh, like, it's, more of, it's, it's more of because, the, I put it at five, it's more because they're trying. 
keyword being trying to improve, but also there's not a lot of games that would make me interested in buying an Xbox One. If I got one for free, then I would mostly just be playing a lot of 360 games and I never got the chance to play or are cheaper on that system. But I just, um, whenever, whenever, Microsoft release, whenever Microsoft releases a game that's like exclusive to them, I just don't give a shit. I want to start I, giving a shit, you know? I'll, I'll say this. Compared to very early this gen, where uh, a, a certain former EA executive kind of fucked things up, um, it, at least they're actually trying. Uh, that's that's a positive, I think. Now, yeah. if it was early, if it was late last gen, early this gen, I'd probably put Microsoft at like two or three. The past left a bad taste in people's mouth because they were going around and trying to advocate the DRM thing. Uh, yeah. so in the exclusives, it didn't really help either because I just wasn't interested in their lineup when they first started. It was terrible. I was only interested in Sunset, and that was it. Mm. And that's fair. on PC now. <laughs> uh, without the multiplayer, though. That's not fun. Um, to be fair, both of them's launch, like, both the PS4 and the Xbox One's launch was fucking awful. The fact that whoever greenlit, like, Knack should have been shot. <laughs> Mark Cerny! No, Mar- no, what are you talking about? Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny's the lord and savior I, I, of the PS4. <laughs> I, as much as I like Mark Cerny, um, the fact that anybody thought that Knack was a good idea, yikes. You know, you know, you don't understand, like, like when it comes to Knack, you gotta with 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 the new PS4. What you have to do is create a cutscene of Knack jumping into the next area rather than making you jump to the next area. It's a great, it's perfect, it just works. <laughs> but uh, like, there are some games that Microsoft put out recently that I I wish were better. Um, sea of Thieves potentials there, execution was not great. I, w- I was actually going to bring that up because Rare's fucking trash. And they've been, like, they've been trash ever since the e- they joined Xbox. I'd, I'd say Grab by the Ghoulies was fucking fun. Yeah, but that was what, 2003? Wasn't that like... Uh, 2004. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't that game like super old now? Um, and then I, I kind of have to give a little bit of love to Banjo because it'd be nuts and bolts. No, you get out. I, I like it. I like it. And then no one gives love to Perfect Dark Zero. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, yeah, Perfect Zero's <laughs> multiplayer was decent. Its story was all over the fucking place. I just had to mention it because of the reception. But, you know, at least Rares is getting back to making actual games. Uh, I don't know about that one, Chief. I like their games uh, they put out. It hasn't interest me in the slightest, so I don't know. I will say uh, it, it is good that Microsoft is doing this power play of grabbing all these studios because, I mean, they really need uh, it at this point. They I need think, ne- no call. I would say I think it's a smarter bet for a future because I, I do see... I think the Xbox One was probably a little bit failed because of a certain former EA executive. <laughs> And, and you'll see next gen more of a focus on the exclusives, I think, for him. Well, he's uh, he's he's working at Zynga now, so I'm pretty no, sure he that got place... fired from Zynga. Well, I guess that Even place isn't a dumpster fire Zynga anymore. Fired him. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I, think... I will uh, will say, I think that I feel that Xbox might 
the better next generation than Sony, just for the fact that Sony moved their headquarters to California. Oh, so, yeah. so I think there may be same, some decisions that will be made in the future that are that are really going to affect them going down, and then Xbox some coming of them back. Been made. <laughs> yeah, there has been um sort of a pattern the past few generations where like the uh, winner sort of uh, of the previous generation gets a bit too cocky yeah and um like sort of over demands from their oh, uh, yeah. audience and then just basically gets shat on until they sort of bounce back like for instance PS2 did PS2 did really great then Sony asked for uh, dollars for the PS3 yeah. and then they got absolutely crushed by um, we, Microsoft we, and Nintendo. I'll give you six hundred dollars to shut the hell up. <laughs> if, yeah. if you remember, um, like the early PS, like when PS2, like we were talking about PS3, they said the PS3 would have the same interface as the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was just a fucking dumb statement. Oh but yeah, the, the I, statements from back then are fucking gold. I I <laughs> agree with what Llama said. It. It's the overconfidence of a company that usually leads to their downfall and then they just sort of pick up the pieces and go from there. Uh, so it just goes back and forth, back and forth. Uh, I think the cens- censoring of the anime lose or whatever that Sony's been doing, that's pissed people off a lot with the Even visual the novels. Market. Like, yeah. Uh, so it's it's just really weird, and I think that's just how next gen is gonna go. Then the company will bounce back. Then the company will get too cocky. It's all a giant pattern. I don't think any of them is gonna pull a Sega in a while. Like I don't see like Sony or Microsoft uh, completely announcing, "Hey, we're, we're just have a console that's coming out immediately," and then getting ass fucked because everybody was who didn't get it is like, "Oh fuck you guys." Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember V Sega Saturn, that fucking launch. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, I think next gen, especially because I mean, a lot of those studios that like Playground that did pretty well for them with the Horizon series. Um, Ninja Theory, say what you will about DMC, but they also made a game that got a lot of awards with uh, Hellblade and uh, the Enslaved one or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> never played Enslaved wasn't either. A I, I I hate Ninja Theory. I'm sorry, I have to go on record. Oh, yes, I don't. Adam. I won't blame you for DMC. That, that fucking game is uh, yikes. And also, uh, getting getting Obsidian, that is probably the smartest thing they did. Yeah, they're pro- uh, now watch the Game Awards. Obsidian's gonna announce Fallout New Vegas too. How oh. God, you! By the way, if that was real, if, if they actually show up and it's Fallout New Vegas too, I'd bust a fucking nut. You could. Oh yeah. This. Face. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. That might be the only thing that might say Fallout at this re. Yeah, <clears throat> we are we gonna, we're gonna get into them later, aren't we? Yeah, we're gonna get into yes, them later. Indeed. I have them. Yeah, whenever whoever has them first, basically. But <laughs> let's let uh, Shadow go next. Um. So yeah, since you already mentioned Konami and EA, I'm gonna mention next Hello Games. Which are the makers of No Man's Sky. <laughs> oh! Which I have to say, I loved the concept of No Man's Sky, and I, I still have like a soft spot for the game, but my god, it was the. These guys were the perfect example how not to advertise your game, how not to PR. It, it was I, terrible. Well, that was also a bit of Sony, too, because you could tell like Sony was pushing them really hot and heavy. Probably, yes. A little I mean, bit. 
they like they got him on like was it, was it Jimmy Kimmel or was it like it was one of the Jimmys, uh, Jimmy Fallon I think. Uh they like they had him everywhere at every press conference. Hello Games, the, the Joe Danger games were fun because I've played those. I liked them. Uh, they're neat games for what they were. The fact they jumped from that to what No Man's Sky was, or the idea of what No Man's Sky was at launch, baffled my fucking mind. I didn't know how they would do it. And then I played it, and I still didn't know how they did it, because it didn't work. Alright, so I guess I'm going to play Devil's Advocate, but of course they were going to take all that publicity, because um, oh, I don't blame them. They, they really, really, really just wanted to put their game out there, and not knowing that they weren't going to live up to all of their expectations. And, yeah, it's kind of sad. And, and it's really sad, but at the same time, a lot of people say now that No Man's Sky is actually worth playing, which is weird. Yeah, it's from, from okay. What from what I've seen, they've improved a lot. Like, they've actually built in proper multiplayer and have, like, uh, a bigger expansion of stuff to do. Yeah, you wouldn't recognize the game if you played it at launch and played it now. You would not really recognize it anymore, I think, because it's changed a lot. And technically, I had Hello Games on like the top of my list, but I skipped um, them. I waited until now because you, as you, as I said, you mentioned EA and Konami, which are also on my list. Well, so we can still bring them up yeah. later again. Yeah, sure. Just, but yeah, you have to hold uh, that as a good thing that they released like three or four. Um, free updates, basically. They just released the fifth, actually. Yeah, that that is good. That is good. But it, it is so sad that they made that mistake of overhyping so so hard and then announcing things that were never gonna be in at launch, and they knew they they weren't gonna be in at launch. And yeah, it was just a sad state of affairs at launch. It really was. Crushed I will, by I will give them though genuine praise, just the fact they actually stuck with it. Because I, yeah. I assumed they would just like, yeah, yeah, we're we're dead as a company now. Yeah. All right. If if anything, I sort of feel sorry for them because they the guy basically got uh, rocketed to like overnight celebrity. Like Tony just yeah. randomly picked him up, and it was his first game, so I know this is. It wasn't like he had a lot of experience with. Was it? it? Yeah, he did the Joe Danger games. There was two of those, so it was his. Oh, third. okay. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know that either. Like, it's some kind of weird history there, but yeah. uh, I will say, I hope we don't get into that era because, well, never mind, we're already in there with fucking early access games and games being yeah. uncompleted, which you have to pay for. Uh, so we've already gotten to that point. I hope that stops in the future. I don't want to have to wait, like, three years until a game finally gets decent. I'll say this. Early access, I, I, I like the idea. I really do. The concept's great. Yeah, you know, being able to get into a multiplayer game early, you know, kick the wheels off and also help, you know, explain bugs, help with people, all that. Your crowdfunding, essentially, your bug reporting, also. But a lot of games, <clears throat> Daisy, <clears throat> sorry, what was that? <laughs> um, linger a little too long in early access to the point where it, it's, you'll never know if it's ever going to actually be finished. Like properly fit. Yeah, and, and that's I, what I mean. If you're gonna be a bug tester, then you have to pay for it. That stuff kind of should be free, right? I so, sometimes, but also there are games where it's like, I think games like Beat Saber, stuff like that, they work better in early access, and like they are billions in 
like a lot of the games that are in early access. Because mm. those are games where it's like, yeah, there's stuff that like once people actually get their hands on and you realize, oh, shit, okay, I never thought of that. I never thought of testing that. You can fix it. Yeah. Seven Days I, I, to Die has been in early access since like 2012. That's pretty fucking long. Jesus. Yeah. And it's nowhere near finished. Also, mm-hmm. uh, one more thing I wanted to mention just really quickly. If we have, like, the same games on each other's lists, like EA and stuff like that, and we're getting into a discussion, then perhaps we should cut those off since we're talking about them anyway and just talk about the games that we possibly don't have on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if it comes across, just uh, talk about it in the panel, and I'll let you know if it's on everyone's list. All right. Um, have we... Um, Shadow, I don't think we've gotten one from you. Well, yeah, um, wait. Didn't I just mention? Wait. Yeah, he did, he did. Oh, okay. uh, so well, the I'm one confused. who didn't go is Llama, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm um... <laughs> hungover. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my fifth worst is Activision. Or Activision Blizzard. Uh, and it yeah, it's for two it's for two main reasons. One is for um uh it it's uh very uh uh it, 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 uh the the there are two main things that it does, uh and that and that is uh milking franchises and very bad licensed games. I now, yeah, with 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 like a lot of Activision games, it sort of feels like uh, what what they do is they just throw stuff at the wall, uh, see what sticks, and then just beat that into the ground and beyond. Yeah. Like with, with Call of Duty, I mean they've beaten that uh, right to the center of the earth. I mean I would have stopped it sometime around Ghosts. Because that game was atrocious. See, I'll, I'll sort of slightly disagree. I'll, I'd say that um, if COD, you get, you get one game every three years that's really good, and that's when one's developed by Treyarch, and then you get the Sledgehammer ones, which are a little hit or miss, like we got there moments. Then you've got Infinity Wars games. That's all I need to say about that. <laughs> uh, but, like, it, as a company, I understand why, you know, like, when... When a cash cow is working, you don't really want to stop it. And I don't blame them for, like, wanting to make more COD games. I mean, fuck, I, I bought the Treyarch ones. Because I like the zombies. Yeah. But, what yeah, the, the license games. Oh, fuck. You remember uh, all the Double oh. 007? Yeah, uh, no, I, w- I was more thinking of um, the Amazing Spider-Man games. Oh. Especially since that we've seen how a Spider-Man game should be made very recently. Uh, oh, that, with the Insomniac game, like Amazing Spider-Man Two, compare compare the two. It's well, like um, it was a bad literally game a diamond versus film. a turd. It's a bad game based on an awful film. Well, the yeah. thing is, they were uh, basically Activision were um, were whipping bees knocks to make the fucking video game. They're like, hey. Hey, this is this is new Spider-Man movies come out. Make video game. Make video game. Or whatever, you know. Yeah. But uh, I would like to add on to even when Activision actually tries to do good with like fucking wait, 
Yeah. Yeah, it tries to do good with, like, fucking Spyro Reignited. They still fuck it up, because I feel that Spyro Reignited, in my opinion, was... It was great, but there was aspects of it that I found that were lazy, right? Yeah. Because I, I feel that... I really feel that most... That, um... What was it? That they real That when they... They not first of all not putting the games on the all three games on the disc, making the making everyone have to download like I think twenty or forty gig gigabytes or whatever of shit. I think it was like twenty gigs. Yeah, it was like twenty gigs just for the fuck for two and three to work. Not only to mention the fucking but since three was the game they worked they that was the least polished it still has its bugs especially how it's still like even to this day it still has its bugs with well, like what well, like some of them aren't like don't they keep the bugs for like no it's not no no they're like actual bugs that weren't in the original game like for example uh, the fucking like sergeant bird's camera would glitch out and shit and he would have um uh, first, I think they would be very more lenient on than what exactly constitutes as a crash and like with them with the skateboarding or whatever. And there's just other things like they fucked up on is like sizing of projectiles and like it's very like picture like very like some stuff that makes the game sometimes a bit harder too. Yeah, but at the same time. It, didn't, it doesn't have like the difficulty curve that that happens whenever you, whenever you're like actually doing good. That's in the original game, like depending on like how many how many eggs you collected and shit. So like at times the game can feel really easy, but the bugs can make it a bit harder and shit. Yeah. All right. So I'm here for the yeah. Activision thing. Uh, I just wanted what? to say one thing I don't like that they do a lot is I don't like that they cancel everything for COD. Like, that shit gets on my nerves. All the good talent gets liquidated for Call of Duty games. And I'm like, why? They didn't do anything with the Spider-Man team from B-Nox. They could have made a completely new superhero game. They did the same thing with the prototype team. It's like, you have all this talent. Why not make interesting and diverse games that's the problem with activision now i do like the fact that they went back and you know they tried to cash in on nostalgia for crash and it did work uh, a lot of people bought into it but now i'm hearing spyro's like way too easy and it has bugs and that's not cool in my opinion it, it was a different dev team that made both of them that was uh, i believe toys for bob yeah toys for that made the Skylanders games. It, it's true. That's true. But I mean, a little quality assurance can go a long way, right? Yeah. They delayed the game for quality assurance. What you talking about? They delayed the game and they're still bugs. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of um, Activision-based mistakes with Spyro, um, I don't know if anyone remembers uh, that this sort of very bizarre uh, Spyro trilogy that happened that uh, was released after I think uh, Enter the Dragonfly um, oh yeah th- yeah. Th- I, I like I Hero's the, Tale the, the but first, Legend of Spyro first, was stupid I remember um, Sp- uh, Le- Legend of Spyro A New Beginning was the only <laughs> one I played and for some reason they turned a collectathon into um, a really bad uh, sort of action adventure sort of game wait a minute actually Actually, I think that was. I think that I think uh, Legend of Spyro was by Silicon or whatever. Not act. I don't think it was published by Activision. I think. 
Uh, I'll look it up. I... It was definitely a different company. Let's see. It might have been, honestly, now that I think about it. Could it have been when, like, Vindy had it for a little while? Let's see, Legend of Spyro. I think Vivendi's owned by, um, Activision. Uh, was owned by... Yeah, it was the Vivendi had it for, uh, for Legend, and I think right after the third game came out. After the third game came out, Activision bought the rights. What the hell was yeah. that noise? Someone's that was, phone. Uh, that was, uh, phone. my phone, for oh. some reason, decided to, uh, tell me something that I didn't need to know. Oh shit, no, I, I, I'm wrong, actually. The Legend of Spyro 1 and 2 were published by Vivendi, and the third game, which was super fucking rare, was published by Activision in the US. There we oh. go. Ah, so a little bit of weird publishing rights going on there. But either way, uh, like, the main thing still is valid for me. Like, Activision just needs more variety. You have, like, a lot more IPs than just Call of Duty. It's time to utilize those. Oh, yeah, at the very least, like, focus on COD, but do something different with it. And also, don't skip out on... It, it's weird, EA, with their EA Originals, they can do pretty good with that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I, think, I think Activision needs to focus on something like that. Yeah, a, an internal team that works on differing games, that's always a great thing. Uh, yeah. So, instead keep of... Keep them small, keep them tight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I do think that um, out of like the big three of EA, Activision, and Ubisoft, um, e either um, um, Activision's probably the one that hasn't done sort of any sort of uh, lower budget indie style stuff. Like uh, EA is the EA Originals, and and U Ubisoft has like the UbiArt games, like like Rayman Legends. Mm -hmm. But Act Activision doesn't doesn't really have any of those things. Um, which, yeah. which I think is uh, it really needs to get with the times, because uh, I, th I think that those like lower budget games are so some of the best games those uh, publishers are uh, bringing out at the, uh, right um, at the, uh, right now. Yeah, so it seems like a weird situation where a lot of their mainstream stuff is really just Call of Duty, and that's it. Uh, so that needs to change, in my opinion, if they want to become better. And right now, they just seem like they're pumping out the same thing, and that's it. I mean, I, I can understand, like, business level. COD makes so much fucking money. It does. Like, uh, you, they throw, like, $200 million into it, and they get, like, $800 million back. It, it does. It does actually, you know... They could just rest on their laurels and make like Call of Duty games and they'll sell like hotcakes. But at the same time, they need to ask themselves like when it gets old and when a Call of Duty actually fails, what else do you have to lean on in terms of finances? And this uh, happened go, with go uh, it's like the, God, ghosts. Yeah, wow. ghosts failed. And I think it was another one. Infinite Warfare, right? Uh, Infinite Warfare slightly failed. Like, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as Ghost. But it wasn't the hit that they were hoping for, right? Uh, yeah. Thankfully, they didn't pull the same... Yeah. Uh, this is a little bit of spoiler here, but the same ending bullshit they did in uh, God Ghosts. Yeah. Don't, don't forget, they are merged with Blizzard, so they do have Overwatch and World of War to um, yeah. mm -hmm. lean on at the end of the day. Also, um, like, smaller hits, like um, Hearthstone, that one makes a lot of money for them on mobile. 
Oh god! Oh. If we mention Blizzard now, Diablo yeah. Immortal, holy crap! Yeah, I just wanted to ask. Do we want to talk about that or? No, I don't have I don't have Blizzard, so. Technically, Activision Blizzard are the same company, so. Oh, okay, so yeah. Yeah. So yeah, about five minute tangent on Blizzard. Yeah, I mean, right, go for it. I feel like Blizzard does well with their Overwatch fan base, and that's about it. I, ah, I think they also do very well with World of Warcraft with their recent uh, announcement of the classic servers that will yeah. come back, which is something a lot of people have demanded. Yeah, that's, that's been something that's kind of intriguing to me, honestly. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah so same. Wow, in the early days. I just know I cannot waste that much time again, so I probably mm. will not do it. But I, I like it that they did um, actually listen to the players. But then again, they kind of convinced me on... on of the um, the exact opposite when they thought it was a great idea to announce a mobile game at BlizzCon and hype it up as it would be a new Diablo title and then being surprised that people didn't like it. See, for, for me, they should have done... Fuck, even Bethesda didn't get as much anger when they announced, hey, we're doing an Elder Scrolls mobile game because they announced <laughs> they're also doing another Elder Scrolls game also. Yeah, they did it like as a side note and not, a, not as a yeah. fucking main thing. And I, mm -hmm. like, what they were they thinking? Yeah, imagine that, like, a big new Fallout announcement. Fallout Shelter, good night. What? I mean, I like Fallout Shelter, I still it was like, okay. play it. It was it, okay. It's fun for what it is. But, like, I don't understand why they would ever say, like, hey, this is a major announcement. Uh, fuck, Gears Pop, a Funko Pop-based mobile game, was announced alongside the new Gears of War. Yeah, that's how you do it. And I, and I don't know how they thought that would be a good idea. Who said that? Who greenlit that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, an idiot. It makes me worry. Yeah, it makes me kind of worry because I love most of the Blizzard games. They have been with me for my whole childhood, basically. So I'm a bit concerned, but I still yeah, have hope. I've played Diablo 2 almost more than any other game. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I, I feel like this hopefully isn't a big worrying sign for a future forum, but I really hope so as well. But my god. So, uh, do we want to switch to now the best developers for uh, the fifth one? Because we've been going for a little bit on that one. Oh yeah, we oh. can have sure. I've only I've only got what I've still got four more worst. Uh, yeah, but um, worst game like companies. Yeah, we alternating. I oh, think okay, for them. For five, I put a CD Project Red because they're good, and oh, yeah. that's kind of it. I've I just know everyone's happy with CD Project Red. I've heard nothing negative about them, especially like even if they even if someone like doesn't like the game, they can still respect the developer for doing the shits that they do. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so that's why I put them at another five because I don't know much about it, but I know they're really solid. Yeah, oh, yeah they. they... They really blew up with The Witcher 3, because I, I think the first two games were sort of... They were Eurojank, basically. The, the, you could tell that there was um, some very uh, janky and dated aspects to them because of, like, budget constraints. But, like, with 3, they just sort of... Uh, the It's like a chasm of quality difference. Oh, yeah. 
in them and, and, and i suppose you can you can still like see the care that's put into say that like the witcher 2 and and the witcher 1 with like the world building and stuff but with the witcher 3 is like everything else just goes uh up to the same level and and of course you've got uh good old games and uh the whole um fighting against drm um and actually giving steam competition which i i think aside from like uh ubisoft and ea uh who who are both also heartless entity heartless corporations i think um cd project red they're, they're the only ones who really um are competing with steam based on uh something other than they want to control the market they're doing it because they don't like DRM. Like they think that DRM is bad, and they want to, uh, basically give people an option where they don't have to use it, as opposed to you know, we want to make money. We see Steam is making a lot of money. Give us some of that money, sort of thing that Ubisoft and EA have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I do think uh, Cyberpunk is probably the most intriguing game that's coming out soon. Definitely. Uh, it looks so fucking impressive, and it looks like something Rockstar would put out, which... Are we are we talking about CD Projekt Red now? We are. Mm, we were yeah. talking about positive, not negative. All right. I just got back in, so I didn't know. Um, so, yeah, they're, I, I do like their statements, uh, them talking about, you know... Um, we don't keep DLC behind a paywall forever. You know, sometimes we actually have leeway and we let our fans get free DLC. That's cool. Uh, not many corporations do that unless it's the rare occasion. I do like the fact that they also fight against the DRM business and they also own GOG, if I'm not too mistaken, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, so that's good that they have not only a site where you can buy games, but they also go against DRM. And most of their games that came out seem to be pretty good. A lot of people like Witcher. A lot of people are digging the cyberpunk gameplay. I know there's criticisms about it being a vertical slice and people saying, you know, uh, wait till launch to see if there's any bugs. But it's CD Projekt Red, so if they are willing to put in the effort to make that game really great and so far it looks really good, but we gotta see, uh, then I'm gonna be sold on it when it comes out. Uh, the only problem is I want a release date, man. Come on. I really wanna know when there's gonna be a release date for the game, but I think it's gonna be one of those affairs where it's like, uh, wait until it's done. Yeah. And I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that, honestly. I'm yeah, like, right. it's like, take your time. There's no rush. If a good game comes out of it, I'm going to be completely entertained. It, it fucking looks amazing already, and I'm just like, okay. I I'm agree. wait on this. I agree. Like, some of the upgrading systems as well with the, uh, you know, the arms and all that shit, and just androids getting tossed everywhere. It reminded me a lot of uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. That was a really good I, sign. Yeah. I I think it's it's looking fucking amazing, and CD Projekt Red's got a hit on their hands with that. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree. Yes, definitely. Um, I, I'm gonna go with a, uh, a developer. We we mentioned him when we brought up Activision. Um, so my number fifth 
like best developer or publisher is going to be uh, Treyarch with an Activision. Um, mm. They haven't made too many bad games. Uh, they, they made Spider-Man 2, which is a really fucking great game. Let's see. Um, you know, they, they made so many different games before even going into Call of Duty, where, yeah. you know, that's been their biggest franchise they've worked on so far, and Call of Duty has, you know, say what you will about it, but all the Treyarch ones have been pretty great. Uh, Spider-Man 3, not not so good. Ultimate Spider-Man, you know, it's a little hit or miss, but... Uh... It has its moments. I, I, I like the game, but for Ultimate Spider-Man, I feel as though the movement is not as good as it was in Spider-Man 2. That's the only issue, but I, I really do like that game a lot. So uh, no shitting on it, in my opinion. I know a lot of people are, you know, they love that game a lot. I'm just saying the movement can be better. I, it's aged, I think, is the problem. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's basically uh, if uh, Insomniac Spider-Man was made like a decade or more earlier, Oh yes, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, because yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's got the sort of sandboxy repetitiveness uh, and uh, uh, the, the issues there, but like the swinging and you, uh, is really good, and you do feel like Spider Man. Right, um, and then also with uh, with Treyarch, not to like go on too much, I, they've made uh, everything from Call of Duty Two Big Red One, which is uh, the last gen version, which. My mind was a lot better because it had the cast of Band of Brothers. Oh, it was on. Yeah, it was on GameCube, PS2, Xbox, and then the next year we made COD Three, which um, COD Three is a little odd. Not not the worst game in the series, but um, it could have been better. But then World at War, Black Ops One, Two, Three, and Four have been there, like ever since then. Other than 2008, they had uh, World at War, 007 Quantum of Solace, which, not a bad license game. And then Spider-Man Web of Shadows, which I'd, I'd say is the best Spider-Man other than Spider-Man 2 and Insomniac. Not a lot of people give Web of Shadows credit. Yeah. Wait, did you say Web of Shadows is better than Insomniac Spider-Man? No, I said I hit it's up there with Insomniac and the oh, second I was, one. I was, about, I was about to say Bane, don't don't let me choke I, you I out. I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I said nothing of the sort. Thank you very much. Okay, so if we can move on uh, in the good yeah. list, there's probably one I'm going to mention that will take some slots off people's lists, but uh, Sega? I think Sega has been doing pretty well in terms of like, oh, yeah. you know, distribute, uh, putting out their games out there and uh, I kind of fucked up there. So let me start over. But I, I think that, you know, the Yakuza series, that's really been marketed well in the West and they've been taking good care of that. Also, uh, the remasters that they've been doing like Vanquish, Bayonetta on PC, all good because I remember buying the terrible PS3 port and... Yeah. It's oh, that's a bad. I would love to say about Bayonetta 3. I'm on Bayonetta on PS3 better. I like to add to this because that was actually my third, not my number three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I put more Sega and Atlas because you know they they they're basically the same company now. Mm -hmm. 
and I will I want to say their U, their US team like Sega of America and Atlas USA they're probably they they will provide like literally the best localizations for each each like Yakuza whatever and whatever products to come out with like Valkyrie Chronicles Shining Force mm-hmm. the only thing they need to work on is honestly their Sonic output with like so- with Sonic team which I put in my worst at first but then again it's like one aspect of Sega but everything else they've been really improving on especially listening to their fans what they really improved on because you know we finally got Shin, Shin Moon 1 into HD although there was something about like apparently there was going to be a full on remake of it but I yeah, think one wanted, yeah but I isn't think there like a video of that out. floating out there yeah, right yeah. now yeah oh, digital foundry I'm not aware but Oh, but there, cool. but it looks like I think like I think the last like full on Sega stream they were showing like the franchises they want to like people were asking to bring back like in a whole boat uh, like poll or whatever and I think the next thing they're probably gonna bring back is Jet Set Radio and a lot of people have been really fucking asking for Jet Set Radio. I've never played this game, but a lot of people talk Holy about it. Shit. I it's nice. and it's funny. I have an original Xbox. I need to pick that up for my next purchase. Yeah. Oh, Future's great. Future's yes. great. Future is amazing. The I do actually own the Steam. Best, the original hasn't aged the best, but Future's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I'm still hoping for a backwards compatible version of that. Although that might Take a, take a while because of the licensed songs. Because there's a lot of music in that game. Like, music's important for me. Oh, also one more thing I wanted to mention. I'm pretty sure they had a hand, well, Sega at least, they had a hand in bringing back Streets of Rage because... Oh, yeah, yes. Yep. Yes, that... When I saw Streets of Rage 4, I was like, yeah, that's bringing back my childhood in a good way. If that game is great, I will be picking that up across every platform. I'm not kidding. That's how much I love that series. Yeah, I forgot to bring. I keep forgetting they're bringing back Streets of Rage, but let's see. Depending on, I really think Sonic Team should. Uh, it's like the only problem with Sega at the moment is their Sonic output. Like they've been doing great with like Mania and shit, but like their modern Sonic output, like like Forces and shit like that, the playing Team Sonic Racing, the fact we haven't had a good modern Sonic game in like what six years now. Um, good modern Sonic game. Well, yeah, Sonic Generations was pretty all right. Uh, I was about to say, you you were about to be thrown to the gallows, sir, if you didn't mention Generations. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's what I mean by six years, because that was six years ago. Holy fucking shit. That's been a long time, shit. Six or seven, actually, no, seven years ago. Because that came out in 2011. I keep thinking it came out in 2012. That is crazy. Yeah. But, uh, like... I f- and their Atlas Atlas's output, they have fucking Persona now, so Sega's gonna give them the money. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I'm more about Crazy Taxi. Oh, I remember that, that. That's that's my franchise of choice when it comes to Sega. I'm still oh, waiting for a port on Crazy Taxi Three, man. Crazy Taxi. I, I just remember the announcer is so ridiculous in that game and just. Hey, hey, hey! Come on over and have some fun with Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Let's do it another go. I think I, I, I don't know if I can do it perfectly, but it's kind of okay. Or it's very easy. Hey, let's give it another go. <laughs> Pretty easy to imitate, but um, with Crazy Taxi, I know they the like the recent game they did was City Rush, which was a mobile game. It wasn't bad, but it was kind of just eh. 
like more crazy sex. That apparently, like I think one point they had a fucking collaboration with Hulk Hogan, which was weird. <laughs> Holy crap! How did that work? Very weird. Okay. To the leg drop, your brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> Wait, that was, the, that was back. That was back in like 2014, and. Who knows what they'll do with Crazy Taxi? We can hope for a fucking port of three, which I would love and bought, probably buy, or at least backwards and bat. You know, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, anybody else? Yeah. Well, I also had CD Projekt Red just as a honorable mention on my uh, f- number five. Basically, I don't really play much of them, but I, I really respect what they do. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just think that, uh, I said it earlier, it would be easier if we all mentioned the same thing, just to have a discussion about it, so we can scratch that off the list in the background. Yeah. yeah. And it'll make the podcast flow better. My fifth best is Nintendo, I think. And it's the only, um, like, big publisher slash developer. As of recent uh, years, you're saying? Well... I, I think it's more uh, with the way they make games on consoles, because, uh, like, I, I know that they've, they're still behind in certain aspects, obviously, but it's because, you know, a lot of them are still sort of the old guard, like, um, Anuma and, uh, obviously, uh, Miyamoto and people like that. But, uh, the, the way that they make games and consoles, it you can tell that they're gamers themselves, because uh, th- they make games that they want to play. It's a, pa- a passion for them, which you don't really see very often in like big budget games, and of course the um ethos with them making a game stuff like um a delayed game is eventually good a rush game is eventually bad uh if it's not fun what's the point um it, it's all like very good like design ethoses and also the way they make video game consoles uh where like i think uh, sony and microsoft sort of basically make living room pcs nintendo's nintendo is actually um now you know, they're making a console. Yeah, they're making a console. They're making something that, you know, you don't get on PC. Like, uh, the Switch was um, is something you can take uh, on the go. Um, uh, or, or the Wii U. You had, like, the tablet thing, which, you know, doesn't work on PC. And the Wii was, uh, you, you know, something different as well. Um, and I I just appreciate that they're trying to find new ways to innovate video games in the industry, like with the physical um, uh, media in which you interact with it. Yeah. And and I I don't think that anyone else is. Well, really doing that? I mean, I suppose VR is doing it, but uh, that wasn't really the big company. Yeah, it wasn't really the big companies who started it. It was like Oculus who started it, and then um, the big companies sort of 
latched onto the trend, which is something they tend to do as opposed to, you know, taking the risks when it comes to innovating. And I, I, you know, I just appreciate Nintendo for doing that, as well as making fun games, uh, which, I mean, they've been doing pretty solidly for a very long time now. I mean, I know I said that... um, I, I know I know I complained about Activision milking cod. Uh and I know uh um Nintendo, you know, they they they're always push, pushing out Mario games and Zelda games and stuff like that, but they do uh in, innovate with it. Like uh, you can't really say that up. Yeah, you can't really say that Sunshine is exactly like sixty four, is exactly like Galaxy, is exactly like uh 3d world they do actually like um change it it's it's not quite like they're making a mario game it's like they're making platformers and uh when they make a platformer they make it a mario game so like it, it, it their franchises aren't sort of like uh tied to a particular style as much as a genre yeah yeah i i'm probably gonna be the odd man out on nintendo because i feel that while they do make great games and they do commission some good ideas there are those times where it does take a gimmick to get their consoles off the ground it happened with the wii and the wii u didn't go so well with the tablets and touch screens and all that crap and then now with the switch uh everything's portable it's convenient, but it did take a gimmick to get that console off the ground for me. So I don't know. I do. I I really am looking forward to um, Metroid Prime Four because uh, that's probably one of the really only super good games that I played back on the Super NES, and I really really enjoyed it amongst a slew of others like you know. Uh, Super Mario RPG, but obviously they're not doing like a new entry of that. So uh, yeah. I really like the Prime games and the Metroid games, and I want to really explore more of those. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I, I definitely see why you could, you know, I that's fair enough. But personally, mm-hmm. uh, I, I like the gimmicks because uh, I, I mean, obviously they don't always hit, and they have problems with them. Uh, but with like the normal consoles, it's just sort of feels like a living room PC. Like you get, like there isn't a single uh, exclusive on Xbox or PlayStation. I don't think where uh, you'd have a solid answer to why couldn't this be on PC other than it's a first party exclusive. And I think that. Um, you know, at least Nintendo tries to have an answer to that question, even if it doesn't work out. Like, I, I, I didn't think that all the gimmicks were bad, but obviously, like I said, I mentioned the Wii U, so it really didn't work out for that system in particular. Well, uh, Wii U has and then, a lot of different problems. Oh, no, it's, yeah. it's not only that, but, like, Vita did try to copy with the touchscreen crap, and yeah. I just think that some gimmicks work and some don't, and... We're in an age now where I think a lot of people tend to use the portable argument for Nintendo as an excuse. And that's one thing I really don't like because admittedly, if you got to face facts, third party games on Nintendo platforms do run 
really, really bad in terms of other systems. Uh, like yeah. LA Noir doesn't run really that great on Switch compared to other platforms. But if you want to go around and take your Switch somewhere, if you're on the go and mobile a lot, that's a good mm-hmm. option for you because again a lot of people are super busy they don't have time to really uh sit down and play their consoles like they usually do so that's a good option i think they just struck when the time was right on that because uh that was like after they had their success with the 3ds and more people they wanted more support of that they wanted more games from that so making the switch have like full triple a games in support of a you know mobile system that's a pretty good idea So, anyone else on Nintendo before we move on? Also, bring oh, yeah. back. Also, they're bringing back Luigi's Mansion, so that's pretty damn cool, if you ask me. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I think that's it for me. Uh, are we still on the bad list? No, we're good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we've um, okay. uh, we were um alternating, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I guess we can do the bat list now if I'm going to go next. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, this is a given. Uh, WB Montreal as a publisher, uh, they're fucking terrible because I just recently heard that the big rumor going around the grapevine is they want to make their new superhero game a game as a service, meaning probably going to have micros or probably going to have some practice that I probably won't like. And, and, these, then, and oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting here, but what? I think, but no matter what, the 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 fans will defend it, and you know it. I I do because I I didn't like when people were defending all the DLC practices for Arkham Knight, and when I bought the DLC, I found out that you could beat it in like two minutes with Red Hood. I'm like, this is not a good expansion pack. This is something that you should get for free it's just bad it's just the way it's paced the way it's made is not really that plentiful and then the whole crap with mortal kombat x on pc and uh they outsourced the game and the game really had terrible online for a long time until they did the xl patch wb as a publisher they just they have good games from good developers, but they do stupid things with them. I don't even have to mention the whole Shadow of War episode. I'm pretty sure everyone knows about the loot boxes and single player, which got people really, really pissed off. So mm-hmm. stuff like that, that makes them a terrible publisher because many people, they don't want this stuff. Well, I don't know anyone who'd want that. Who'd yeah. want a bl- bloody loot boxes in single player. I mean, you show me someone who wants a, a loot boxes in a single player game, I'll show you someone who's been kicked it in the head very hard by a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, what's wrong with you? Do you? Like, do you really want to give these companies money? Because what they're basically saying is, hey, I, I know that you're paying us at least $60 for this game, if not more, for the Legendary Edition. But we don't think that it's enough, so we're going to make this game as unbalanced as fucking possible and make you pay extra to make it more balanced. So basically, we're calling you a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. And and then this person's going, yes, I do want to give them money. You don't get that. You get people who will 
grumble and you know pay it anyway or just won't really think about it but you don't really get people who are really enthusiastic about it unless they're like really suffering from something like a, a gambling problem or a, it, like i said brain damage it it just doesn't happen yeah so they they really need to um just better their practices and really uh, just keep consumer interest in mind because like i said there's a lot of youtubers out there covering the whole scandals and everything and you know loot boxes is really getting hammered in terms of you know legality so i, I just think that they really should think about that term games as a service because you never know what's going to happen next and then all of a sudden loot boxes and micros and stuff like that starts to get banned more and more and more and then it's like well oh shit yeah. what's what's next we got to cut it out before something happens pull the plug yeah i yeah i think that um they're probably more worried about the legality side of it than the um youtube than the fact that they can get away with it journalism. yeah yeah because um the the, th the thing with game journalism is is that um while there is while they do have very large audiences uh, that can you know get their messages out there and really like sort of spread the whole thing that you know this is not good there is just so many people um who are uh, just don't follow it like that they'll probably uh they'll like they probably will just uh you know see all the stuff about the video games like on tv adverts or on facebook like uh, you got to remember like uh the whole sort of audience for a youtube journalists probably make up like millions of dollars out of a billion dollar industry like a billion dollar industry so it's while it's good that they're there and you know getting the message out it's sort of it's a very small drop in the bucket but i think a lot of people who you know uh you know champion like the whole con controversies uh like look at this we're really showing it to them like the whole uh battlefront 2 thing yeah um we were we were all like yeah gamers have finally had enough and then ea was like yeah it's it's not really gonna uh hurt our bottom line yeah and they uh, still bought the loot yeah. boxes yeah, yeah, and they and they put the loot boxes back in anyway. So uh, they actually oh. didn't with that. I can I throw that because no. Um, oh, okay. You just earn everything as you level up. And I and for Vex, I've been playing the prequel update with it. And I just want to like piggyback off of that. Like I I agree. Like I don't. In terms of big articles, I I don't think that the YouTube controversy is bigger than the stuff that's getting out there as pressing news, and people really don't like that stuff when they see it. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, bad press is not always good press. So, if someone just is swayed not to buy a game in general because someone else says something from word of mouth, then that's usually sometimes how it goes. And that means that a company can lose sales either way. And it's just not, it's just not good for the company. Like if a lot of people, if you're introducing something that's like very, very intrusive and a lot of people just aren't vibing it, then that spells a lot of trouble if it keeps piling on from a legal perspective and from the community. Yeah. So I just, I'm just saying, I, I don't think that game's going to work out too well. It could be probably the most amazing game ever, but 
if it gets worse with the whole, you know, with how like WB Montreal has been going so far, then I don't think it's going to go well. I'm probably not going to even buy that game because I've, I've tried to give them a shot with Mortal Kombat X and Arkham Knight, but I'm just getting tired of all the intrusive services. I'm going to give it a shot yeah. because I, I like the idea of an actually good Superman game possibly happening. They said it possibly might not even be a Superman game. It just might be a regular superhero game, but we don't know what it is. That might be... Justice League and I get to play as a speedster then? Fuck yes. Mm. That might be a little bit of a deflection, but yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what it is, but I just don't trust the publisher behind it. I, I don't disagree with you on that. All right, so... Are we going to move on to the good list? Who hasn't gone yet? Oof. Uh, I guess I got um, one. I, st- I still have my fourth bad to go. Sure, you can name that off. Uh, yeah. yeah, 2K Games. Once again, for two things. Um, yeah. First of all, is there um, sports games? Like, if, um, you, if a company is doing a you know, crappy, barely updated, loot boxy sports game, it's either going to be EA or 2K. And of course, they had like real problems with like the loot boxes in, I think it was one of their uh, NBA games uh, a couple years back. And the second one is um, the fact that uh, the, what they're doing with uh they're over like reaching with rockstar games like i really can't stand what they've done to gta online and like it not because like it's the worst most grindy microtransaction game but more um to do with the fact that you know what it could have been like a a well balanced like gta online could have been probably the best game ever. Like, if it was just, like, the campaign, but, uh, you know, with other people, yeah. that could have been just so amazing, and they just squandered that opportunity so hard, and I just know they're going to do the same thing with Red Dead Redemption 2, and it just... it, I, It's just sad. Red Dead Online has been pretty good so far, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I had to, oh, okay. I haven't played it, but if I were to play Devil's Advocate and knock off just another uh, notion on my list, then uh, Rockstar would probably be in a good category. Now, I don't disagree that GTA Online does not keep my interest at all. I, I don't know what it is with that game, but it doesn't keep my interest online, and I don't like mm. the shark cards. But at the same time, with Red Dead, they offered us, like, a game that had like 70 hours of single player and that's just unprecedented and i just love the content in that game uh as for all their other ips i mean so far most of them have been pretty stellar i mean in their lineup Mm. they have san andreas the warriors manhunt so i don't think that rockstar is a bad developer i think that it's more on the side of take two where take two just really in tr- they are really intrusive on these micros and shark cards and all this shit, and I really don't like that aspect at all. Here's, yeah, I here's would def- not- definitely agree with you. Here's uh, what I'm in, not excited that- about 2K. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, with 2K, they're uh, they're constantly threatening us with the fact they're possibly making Borderlands 3, and uh, I think that is a fate worse than death. 
So oh, I don't like they keep cock teasing that. Are we gonna get into Gearbox or what? Oh, uh, well. yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, I forgot to put that in the worst. I should have put that there. I, I did on mine. That's why I bought it up. That was my last one, Gearbox. Uh, Gearbox <sighs> is my number one. So, um, yeah, fuck Gearbox. Fuck them for uh, everything after Borderlands 1. Um, what are you talking about? Fuck them before Borderlands 1. They... <laughs> I'll give him. I'll give him. Actually, no. Points. You're right. Yeah. Actually, you're right. It was Borderlands Two. No, wait. Yeah. Was it Borderlands Two where they stole Sega's money, or was it Borderlands One? Oh yeah, 1? it was Borderlands Two. Yeah, fuck them for Aliens, Colonial Marines. Fuck them for Borderlands Two and the pre-sequel. Okay. And I, I'm surprised everybody involved with that company didn't like commit ritualistic suicide after. Some of them uh, wanted to. <laughs> some of them actually wanted to. If you actually see some of the reviews on Glassdoor for Gearbox. <laughs> I, um, they're very fucking negative yeah oh, and of course is... fuck randy pitchford oh yeah yeah fuck the dude yeah. with a fucking knife uh he banned he blocked me from twitter because i called him a cuck <laughs> like okay <laughs> randy pitchford has like zero he's like a person and i i've seen this before where they have like zero self-awareness and any criticism about his game he automatically deflects and he projects it onto another <laughs> studio i remember where he said the reasoning behind colonial marines being bad was all sega's fault every bullshit asset you and i was like bullshit that. that's crazy you know what's you know what's, you know what reason why colonial marines is so bad it's because he it's because of it was because of an e literally one yeah. patch of code it's because Gearbox is a bad developer, that's why. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Also, and there was uh, like, fuck Duke them for, for the worst game I've ever played, Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, I was gonna mention that, like, Duke Nukem yeah. Forever, that game was in development for God knows how long. Uh, Gearbox finally picked it up, they had a big responsibility, I mean, I know that- Actually, obviously... when it comes to Duke Nukem Forever's um, development, they were basic, when they picked it up, it was like, 90 90 to 95 percent done so there's not much gearbox could have done to fix it at the same time but they still sold it for money yeah that's they the problem sold it and it was just a fucking mess a giant they mess sold it for 60 dollars which uh that on its own is its own fucking ring of hell yeah that's that game like... should have been 20 dollars maybe that was like a death sentence <sighs> it's you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna ship a product in that state where it's just super dated by design and not even spruce it up, then obviously something's gonna go wrong. And a lot of people really like Duke Nukem, so he alienated some fans as well. Well, I'm not gonna say some. I'll, I'll say all. There you go. I don't know anybody who unironically likes Duke Nukem Forever. Uh, I heard no, actually, uh, that's bullshit. Because um, not really bullshit, but. When I played Duke and Duke Forever for my video, and I went online just to test it, there were still people playing online, right? Yeah. Jeez. And get this. And get this. When I left, like when I like sometimes I leave for a few days off my off my PS3. I was playing other stuff. I was doing school. Then I come back. I get three messages, and they were all invites to play Duke Duke and Forever. Like they were that desperate for games. Yeah, there, there are some it was that, fucking hilarious. There are some Duke Nukem Forever fanboys. I've seen them before. They exist. They do exist. God, talk about Stockholm Syndrome. Jesus. <laughs> God, that is depressing. 
It's but, actually it was pretty depressing, yes. But there are some I, I never played Borderlands, but Aliens Colonial Marines is just a giant fucking mess. It, it took a fan to fix that game. That's humiliating. And there goes my phone. It's it's saying Randy Pitchford, you suck. So Randy Pitchford. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's all of my worst done. Oh, wow. um, I still have I still have three more. Jeez, <laughs> I've I've got a couple of worsts. I I, um, I tried to um go for um oh. obvious ones. Um, I I oh yeah, you should go actually. Yeah, who do you have? Uh, well, my third is Atari. For one, for one. <laughs> Look, I, I, I don't have much to say on this topic. All I'm gonna say is Atari commissioned Driver Three. Enough said. Nope. Enough said for me. I, I, oh, no. I bought that game a... at launch. Yeah, oh, I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry I'm, for you. I'm going back. I'm going back to ET the video game. Damn. <laughs> the, the worst video game ever made. So bad that thousands of copies had to be buried in the desert that almost tanked the entire industry like if it wasn't for nintendo atari would have made sure that uh all the video games that we c that we're playing today wouldn't have happened like yeah. if, if 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 it was just for atari like we wouldn't be here we probably I don't know, be doing something productive, like having social lives. I mean, <laughs> can, can, can you imagine? Fuck Being that. <gasps> okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah well, uh, that's that's my third. Uh, Atari back then, there's a really great documentary uh, called Atari Game Over, which also shows the unearthing of those from the landfill. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Atari... Atari really killed themselves because they had good control of the market. But they yeah. kept putting out fucking turds. And uh, E.T. was just the straw that broke the camel's back. It, if it wasn't for that game, it still probably would have went on, but it just... You, you saw an immediate tumble down afterwards. Yeah, and of course, like, you know, as I said about Nintendo being one of my best, they saved the entire industry. With the NES. And, and they were smart for marking it as an entertainment system, because uh, yeah. they would have marketed it as a game console. People have been like, the fuck? Why, why would we buy <laughs> one of these? He's flop. Also, uh, I guess we can, if everyone's done, we can piggyback on the good responses, because I, I have one good one that I need to get out of the way. Well, uh, I just have two more. <laughs> yeah, you have one bad one left. So. I have two bad ones. I uh, think, yeah. You guys want to just speed run the bad ones really fast? Sure. Okay, um, I'll give my, uh, my final ones here. Uh, whoever developed T-Robo Ziplash <laughs> deserves to be shot. I, I can understand why you say that. Yeah, um, and also DICE. Fuck DICE. Here we go. DICE? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Battlefield guys? Yeah. Uh, now it's like, mm, no. Yeah. Alright, all I'll, I'll speed run. Do Number we, two um, is... Sorry? Uh, yeah, alright, alright. Uh, Speedrunning uh, my last two. Alright, number two is Zynga, of course. Uh, everyone oh, hates yeah. the mobile industry, mobile games, uh, well, any, everything wrong with mobile games, Zynga does, and also with Facebook games. Uh, 
exploiting uh, people's gambling weaknesses uh, and just basically making Facebook really annoying to uh, go on to and see all those goddamn game invites. And of on, course... That's not like... the only reason Facebook's awful to go on. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course, but it, it is a big reason. And uh, my number one uh, worst uh, video game developer is Digital Homicide. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Slaughtering Grounds was it? Still, uh, uh, the the game developer that was so bad it basically turned into a meme. Like, it, it, I will yeah. give one thing on props wise. They did sue Jim Sterling. That's a positive because yeah. I don't like Jim Sterling. <laughs> then again, they were doing it for like shitty reasons at the same time. So even though I don't like him, yeah. Jim Sterling was in his, his right. But we it was, it was making funny how... awful videos. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, you're fine. Um, thanks, Bren. I think I was too close to the mic. Yeah, that's Tony how it was sounds. like, Tony was super loud for a second. Yeah, but, um, what was they yeah. saying? And they also, um, sued, like, I think it was everyone who negatively <laughs> reviewed their game. Yep. <laughs> Digital well, Homicide. Basically... Who, who are they? Who, what games did they make? Slaughtering uh, Ground, that was Grounds, it. Galactic Hitman, well, no, remember a few of They sure. made... They basically just turned out a bunch of shovelware turds onto Steam. And mm. they would have been like another, uh, you know, crappy uh, Steam shovelware uh, game developer. Like, I, I think I can remember there were two main ones, Slaughtering Grounds and Gay... <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Freudian slip there, sorry. Uh, Day One Gary's Incident. I remember that. Well, yeah. someone someone must then, really fucking hate me because I have Slaughtering Grounds on Steam, so I assume it was a gift. It, it was like 10 cents <laughs> for a little while there. Oh. Yeah. And, but everybody got it. And the first yeah. thing I see is the lawsuit that they had against Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Basically, it was the game developer that sued the world because they... Uh, that it was basically the game developer that sued the world because the world told them they were bad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not only do, are they sort of like a represent, not only do they sort of like represent their sort of the poster child for all the uh, bad quality shovelware, like the drop in quality that uh, Steam has uh, suffered from uh, as they've sort of. Um, relax their uh, quality control um they also uh represent like a an anti-criticism sort of side of uh game development so like any uh uh you know game developer or company that have sort of um not released review copies or you know deleted steam reviews or uh been really aggressive and shitty towards any kind of criticism constructive or not it, they just sort of uh rep they're, they're sort of like the poster child for it because they did it themselves and just like the they're they're sort of like it's so bad it's uh oh yeah it's almost unbelievable like because the amount of self awareness you have 
you have to lack in order to not only be that bad but defend yourself to such a degree it's just staggering uh all right anybody else yeah, just real quick. I don't want to go on too much about this, but my number one hated thing for right now is Bethesda. Sorry, just had to do it. I had um, Fallout seventy six, an online Fallout. People wanted that. I uh, wanted okay. that. Hang, hang, yeah, like it. It was like a free kick from one meter away in an empty goal, and they fucking missed. <laughs> I don't know how. There was a million ways how you could make that game work and you could make that game good. And they decided to ignore all of these ways and just fuck it up. Yeah, I've I said know. it before, and I'll say it again uh, on that topic, because if, if we spend too long on Bethesda, this will be like a hour-long podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's all I'm going to say about this, because yeah. I could rant for like five hours, so I'm not going to. Yeah. Well, I, my my, I, I my think... thing is... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I think the writing on the was on the wall for Bethesda, because... Uh, um, Pretty much everything that's wrong with Fallout seventy four, uh, seventy six, uh, it had that it has also been wrong for previous games of theirs, like um, uh, Skyrim. Not everything. Well, uh, well, no, like not all at the same time. Yeah. Like Skyrim has had uh, the same bugs for however many re-releases it's had. Um, Fallout Four was basically a very simplified version of Fallout Three, and there was also um, problems with pre-order items there. Like the Pit Boy was uh, very plasticky and all 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 that. And I well, think that all the yeah. problems in previous Bethesda games have just sort of all happened at the same time for Fallout 76, and somehow um, that's sort of been a complete slap around the face for everyone. It's not even that. It's just a terrible mess of design choices that completely missed the point of what this game could have been. All the bugs and the bad choices from the past, I expected those. My god, they they didn't know what kind of game they were making here. They could have made, like, an amazing game, but now they're sitting in between, like, three genres, and they don't know what they want to be, and they fucked everything up. I yeah, don't know exactly. how you can do I think, that. In, in I think that's true way, for all the Bethesda-made Fallout games. See, in a weird way, right, Bethesda already has a great proof of concept that this could work. This idea could work just fine, and it's called Elder Scrolls Online. Absolutely. Why? Why did they not get the devs who made that their own company? They own the Zenimax Online Studios that made Elder Scrolls Online. It's not the engine. Like, yeah. all that could work. As I said, I don't understand it. It just feels like they didn't care. They just wanted plus, to put it out. They just didn't give a fuck. And plus, they could have made this more like an MMO, like how Elder Scrolls Online is, where they have a subscription service with uh, ESO+. Plus. They have you know, constant expansion. There's a lot of stuff always going on in ESO, and I've heard nothing but praise for ESO in the last couple of years. They should have. I've played they it. Absolutely not great, have. but yeah, like, that's the thing that baffles my fucking mind. You yeah. have guys who can make ESO, a game that, you know, when it first launched had a couple of issues, but nowhere near. Like, even, even before they, like, got rid of a subscription base and made it a, like, buy-to-play model. Nowhere near the same issues. Yeah. Yeah, they should have either made it an MMO or make it a real good PvP game or a real good survival game or a real good classic Fallout game, but 
they tried to mix everything together and they didn't do any of those things correctly. It's sad. Yeah. It, it's it's baffling. I mean, yeah, ESO has very positive reviews on Steam, which is weird for an Elder Scrolls game. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. But yeah, I, I don't want to go on, on about that. <laughs> uh, I think we got as much as we should say on that. I had um two companies. I had I, did we talk about Valve ever? Uh no. I just don't like them for the fact they've gone. They they just they're just pocketing money by this point because they don't really have to sell games anymore since they own the most <laughs> profitable profitable um PC market storefront PC storefront and Ubisoft because they won't make a new Persia. <laughs> I just want to milk, and they will turn. They will turn Prince of Persia uh, projects, um, projects presented as a Prince of Persia pitch into Assassin's Creed, and just keep pumping out Assassin's Creed. Well, technically, that's what Assassin's Creed was when Prince of Persia, Persia sort of uh, started going a bit. Of, yeah, when it when it went floppy. Um, the 2008 Prince of Persia was a fucking yeah, mistake. Yeah, they they. They took the um, parkour and uh, all all that um, from the Prince of Persia games, and they turned it into Assassin's Creed. It was more of yeah. um, what happened was that apparent for Prince of Persia two, no Prince of Persia by Ubisoft Sands of Time two. You know the the one series by Ubisoft. They were originally going to do, we're going to do a, like Assassin's Creed. It was going to be like Prince of Persia Assassins, but mm. they decided, but that got. Shafted for for a few years, while they decided to do their own series with Warrior Within <clears throat> and Two Thrones. But I thought 2008 Prince of Persia was pretty was wasn't too bad. Like its combat was kind of meh, but I thought it wasn't too bad. The reason why Persia died was mostly because they uh, Ubisoft decided to put so much money into it because they thought it would sell alongside Super Mario Galaxy Two and Red Dead Redemption. Uh, because of the movie was coming out, they thought it would actually uh, and decided to make like the Forgotten Sands on every single platform, and they weren't even sure what it was. Like no one was like it does it doesn't even it fits into like the original not the original original but like the Ubisoft canon Sands of time yeah and like Sands of Time between Sands of Time and Warrior of the End, but it still didn't make no sense. And there were just like five other different versions, and it was kind of. Oh my goodness, it was such a mess that yeah. it was consumer confusion and all that kind of crap. Yeah, that sounds like mm. a Ubisoft decision. I mean, look at Rainbow Six Siege or and, look at the fact that they tried to push the Assassin's Creed movie at E3 of all places. <laughs> I will say one thing, the movie is uh, not as bad as it could have been. I just did yeah. not like the modern sections. It seems like that's the case with Every Assassin's Creed to me, yeah. Uh, I mean, I never really held Assassin's Creed in particularly high esteem. Mm. I mean, I think that the parkour is very clunky, and uh, the missions are bizarrely tan tangential to like most of the game mechanics like uh you have a game that's all about uh running over rooftops and jumping on people to stab them and uh most of your missions are 
uh, follow an escort. With, yeah, w walk with someone while they're talking, yeah. or follow these two guards without being seen. All these really irritating stealth sections, and quite frankly, even the uh, you know main game mechanics of Assassin's Creed. Like the parkour, I always felt it was very clunky. Like there are so many times where you know it's designed to have like a fluid one button stream of movement, and all of a sudden I'm you know just trying to run up a wall seven times instead of uh, actually running past it, or for some reason now I'm stuck on a windowsill. It just infuriated me and that's why i think the only really good assassin's creed game is assassin's creed 4 because it has the most amount of gameplay that has nothing to do with assassin's creed <laughs> yeah black flag yeah black flag is a lot of fun yeah it's a it's a shame they really haven't done anything with it i know there's a new multiplayer game they're doing which uh yeah i mean to be fair the assassin's creed multiplayer is actually quite good oh Oh yeah, I was talking yeah, about Black, um, the yeah. Skull and Bones game, the one where they use like the ship combat. Yeah, I am uh, cautiously optimistic about that. Because I, I, I do think that it is the best part of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Skull and Bones oh, yeah. is like, they just ripped out the boat mechanics and made an entirely new game with it. It's so weird. Yeah, but they made like a weird only multiplayer game. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I want. It's like, it's just like versus multiplayer games. Like there's no open world stuff. I, I, I do like AC multiplayer. I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I, I do like the fact that they, you know, had the system where, oh, you don't know who's who that you have to assassinate. You got to go around, look at this picture. Maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe you'll hit the wrong person. Maybe you'll get hit with a gas grenade. It's really hectic. It's one of those hectic moments where you don't see that stuff in a lot of uh, multiplayer games that often, unless it's a shooter or something. Uh, so I just like that whole assassinating mechanic that they had with that multiplayer. Uh, but Ubisoft is just, eh, I, I don't. I don't hate them. I don't love them. I have like a love-hate relationship with them, to be honest. Uh, I love the division. Some things they do right, and it's like, oh, cool. I I like that idea. And then some things they do wrong, and it's like, what are you guys doing? You guys are not giving Splinter Cell any love. Why do I have to play Ghost Recon to see Sam Fisher? I don't get it. I'm, I'm think, really hoping they announce something at E3. Yeah. I think the problem is that they're very formulaic with their games. They're very sandboxy and they're very uh, sort of Ubisoft open world. Not to mention like, that. And oh, sorry, go on. I'm just, yeah, I'm, yeah. No, I was, I was just going to say like, if Ubisoft are releasing a game, chances are if you flip a coin, uh, it'll uh, it's an equal chance that it's going to be. A Ubisoft open world game or something else, basically, yeah, just, and that's what sorry they do have to nowadays. climb up towers. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to agree. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft really, you know, it was going to be a discussion on this podcast about open world games, but Ubisoft really homes in the point that they really, if they rest on their laurels, it's going to be an open world game and it's not going to be that great because, uh, like I said, I just played Ghost Recon Wildlands for dumb fun, but I can honestly tell you that a linear game like Future Soldier 
was far better than a game with the open world where there's not much to do but just shoot a few people fuck around that's it there's no death to the world itself unlike red dead uh so if that's the case then why would they spend time resources and money putting in open world if they're not going to be you know really in depth or things of that nature so it's just super weird and i just hope that their games get better in the future but i believe not if they keep doing these weird choices then it's going to be more of a love-hate relationship for me yeah i do think that with these sort of stagnating uh franchises and uh game styles that the big companies do there is like a limit um like like a bubble that will pop and they'll have a they'll wake up and figure out that they'll need to um uh you know change you know pick up their act sort of thing uh and i mean the thing is uh the these sorts of bubbles are always bigger than you think they are like it's always going to get go on for far longer than you think and of course there's the um chance that when the bubble does burst um they're gonna learn the wrong lessons from it that's true i mean look at uh ea they are resting on their laurels with star wars and they have not produced a product that is top tier quality like something like kotor or the older LucasArts Star Wars games, it's like the series is just stagnating and we lost good developers like Visceral Games because of it. So you don't want to be in that yeah. bubble where it's like you try to do something interesting and nothing ever comes out of it. Yeah, LucasArts was actually a contender for my top five because they have uh, made uh, top five best because they have made some of my favorite games. Too um, bad they're dead. And, yeah. Hey, exactly. I mean, even all if they're the, dead, the they can fall. be mentioned. Well, if I, I have if, other, I have other um, developers. If I were to like, it's a good tangent because if I were to mention like developers that were great, even if they're dead now, then I would say Visceral is pretty good. I mean, they made fucking uh, a lot of good James Bond games. They made uh, Dead Space. They also made uh, what is that other game? Dante's Inferno, and I heard that was pretty decent. Oh yeah, that oh, was yeah. fun. <sighs> shit marketing is a fun game. Yeah, I think it was... Really shit marketing. Right, yeah. <laughs> the whole um, fake protests that yeah, they uh, paid that, for. That I mean, I mean, at the same time, Death Space 2 kind of had that a little bit with the whole moms hate the game thing. And I thought that was yeah. super weird. It's like, what's the point I, of I it? I got a couple but... chuckles out of it. But... It, is, it is funny, don't get me wrong. But still, it's like, what's the point of it when you really think about it? Uh, yeah. So, like, Let's face it, if um, someone's going to be convinced to buy Dead Space because their mom doesn't like it, they're probably too young to play it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but oh. since we're on good, I guess I can mention uh one real quick. I want to get off the list, and that is Capcom. I think. Yeah, Capcom, I had that there too. Yep, I think Capcom has been doing pretty well recently with uh you know remastering 
a lot of games that we haven't seen like in a while like onamusha uh dmc5 is looking great resident evil 2 is looking great so uh they're really they really this is the definition of doing a complete change around because at first they were just terrible like on this dlc releasing games that people really are iffy about uh fucking all the stuff that happened with dmc with the bad pr i'm talking about the reboot by the way yeah 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 so it's they definitely changed it around for the better in my opinion i actually do like uh some like some of capcom's dark ages they weren't the best but they still were pumping out a good game every once in a while like, like during that time you had yeah you had your re5 and i thought I like that re5 right. but that's I, more of a public thing you know i get it yeah and and they also had like i thought dead rising 2 was great even though that was like on the cusp of inafune pushing the whole everything's got to be done with the western audience and we got to outsource our projects so uh that oh. was like in the middle and it was a couple of good games but then you had shit I mean, like dark void Three. yeah dead rising 3 was fantastic but you had shit they like dark void 2 and all that crap so dark but you also that's every once in a while you'll get a strong you also had Strider, which was fucking great. Strider was great, yeah. I wouldn't say the outsourcing was 100% all bad, but it was more misses than hits, in my opinion. Yeah. So, anyone else want to sort of elaborate on Capcom, or, or nah? Nah. Alright, yeah, so... Not, I don't really have enough experience with them to uh, have much of an opinion. They make good games. Uh, I would say check out their history or catalog. See if you uh, find anything you like. Uh, I re I really love RE2 Remake and DMC. I can't wait to get those games next year. Uh, yeah. But in terms of my last for the best before I let everyone else go real quick. Uh, I'm just going to quick fire THQ Nordic. I believe they're doing a great job with bringing back all these IPs. Uh, there is the mystery of seeing what they do with them because obviously you mentioned big names like Time Splitter. You want to see some results. I want to see some Battle for Bikini Bottom HD, my dude. <laughs> oh God, SpongeBob. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, THQ. I mean, I even want to see them go back and make wrestling games again in some format, even without the WWE license, because they really, really, you know, treated that franchise with love and care. Uh, so. As long as they just keep to this notion of making great, you know, titles with these IPs that they have, I will be all for seeing what they do next. I heard Darksiders 3 is getting some pretty decent reception from the community. I heard it was just okay. Yeah, the, communi the community is liking it more than the actual press. Yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. For me, it's, uh... for me having played it, it's, it's okay. Yeah. it could be bad which would be worse on their behalf because it's like hey new studio uh that's reforming put out a terrible game so uh, okay is decent i'll take that i probably won't get it at 60 bucks though if that's the case maybe like 40 that uh, seems good to me i'd say 40 is a good deal uh, i don't really care for darksiders but it's uh... see that's that that's <sighs> my response when someone mentions sonic in this present no, generation it... Yeah. No, that's, and that's yeah. honestly that's completely fine considering they're fun, but yeah, they make more games like Mania Sega. That's all I asked for. Uh, so 
anyone else want to rapid fire their best? Oh, I I think I put SNK on mine just because of their rec uh, their recent outings. Even though they're uh, well, then again, <laughs> then again, heroism isn't the best. But I'm happy they're uh, bringing back samurai. Um, uh, uh, they're samurai, bringing back um, uh, showdown. Yeah, it's Samurai Showdown. They're bringing back Samurai Showdown, which I'm happy about. KOF 14 was a solid title, and their DLC and the DLC for it was pretty well done. They brought back like they people asked for character like fan favorite characters, and they're like, "Yeah, here are your fan favorite characters," and they brought all of them back. And you have like you had like a total of 58 or 60 fighters, if I'm not aware. And KOF 14, which was was surprised the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. Any more for your good, or you're done? I think I was done for that. Uh, anyone I else? I still have my I still have my top four best. Yeah, right before uh, those. If you want to uh, speed run uh, them, all right. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, number four is uh, Newgrounds as a publisher. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> Newgrounds. Hold on. The Flash yeah. game site. Oh okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean uh, at the end of the day, they um, created an amazing platform for um, not only game developers and uh, act uh, and uh, animators, uh, but they also um, uh, are what gave um, Behemoth Games its start, and we got uh, really great games from them, such as like Alien Homerdin and Castle, Castle Crushers, which. Um, I really appreciate and, um, What was it? I mean, Theater, which I fucking enjoyed. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, of course. Um, yeah, uh, that's Newgrounds, but basically, like, it, an amazing free platform for uh, game developers to get their start. Um, my third is Double Fine Games. Um, I know they're not perfect, but I just appreciate. Um, uh, the, the way that it, it, the way that they develop games is basically um an auto version of game development like you can tell that it's a tim schafer game they have like the tim schafer style it's like a famous movie director or um some, something like that like a martin scorsese movie or um or you know a Quentin Tarantino movie, you can tell that a game is made by Tim Schafer, and of course, um, uh, Psychonauts is an, an absolutely amazing game that I love. And uh, in in the same vein, my number two is Platinum Games. Uh, you you can sort of the a very auteur, uh again game developer like Hideki Kamiya. He um is a, a really like just amazing game developer and like the uh, games he's made are just so batshit crazy uh, and fun he also that, blocked uh, like I, probably a thousand people on twitter too i was just oh, throwing yeah, that well, out there <laughs> yeah well i mean at, at the end of the day alters are a bit are all a bit crazy i mean yeah. you don't really um you're not going to be making Bayonetta if you're completely 100% sane. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I agree with that, but I'm always kind of indifferent on Platinum because I feel as though 
uh, they have great potential if they actually had publishers that gave a shit because Activision truly did not when they keep, you know, putting them on like very strict deadlines and they produce stuff like TMT, uh, you know, mutants in Manhattan and I, it's just, uh, it's just so bad. Yeah. I, I think it's, um, more that you can tell when it's not a game that they wanted to make. Like, um, with, um, TMNT or Legend of Korra or something like that, you can tell that it's, um, a licensed game. It was a job for them. Whereas if you're playing something like Bayonetta 1 or 2 or, uh, The Wonderful 101, then you, you can Gear tell Rising? that it's, yeah, then, then you, you can tell that it's a game they wanted to make because you can just sense the, uh, passion behind it. Yep. Which, uh, of course, uh, segueing into my number one uh, favorite game developer of all time, and um, if uh, you uh, know me from the previous time I was on this podcast, you might uh, have already re- you might remember me talking about them last time. Uh, Digital Extremes, and I know I'm very biased because I am uh, an absolute fanboy of Warframe, but. I just, uh, you know, I love their game and pretty much everything about it. Like, uh, I, the the thing is, there are so many uh, things that you wouldn't expect them to get right uh, that they got right. Like, um, it it named like a bad practice in video games, like free-to-play microtransactions. uh, um, uh, games as a service uh, they do that with Warframe but they do it well they do it so that um, it doesn't feel intrusive or exploitative and you can tell that they just really enjoy what they're doing and uh they're really interactive with the community they're like they're genuinely a part of it um and just what what they've done over like the past five years is create this absolutely massive completely bizarre um game that i think is just so incredibly unique uh i i just uh couldn't have anyone else as my favorite developer because it's it's probably my favorite game um same i ever, played warframe really. I, I played it for like a few minutes so uh, i thought it was really good it was a lot of patches at the time so i didn't have the chance to play the game again as updated build but that's something we might mm. do for the channel all things considered because i want to play it again uh you should give it a shot it is pretty good I mean, there are problems with it, obviously. I mean, the uh, new user experience is absolutely garbage. I mean, the only way I managed to get over the hump of not having a clue where I was was the uh, wiki. I mean, if you don't have that, then you are going to be completely lost. And you might be drawn to some of the flashier aspects, like the two big open world maps. Uh, that uh, got released over the past uh, year or so. Uh, But there's, like, 
thousands of hours of gameplay uh, it like outside of that and there's pr probably a lot more that you need to do before then which mm. is sort of a bit uh, can confuse people seeing this how uh, you, you can access uh, so many things very early on in the game that you're probably not ready for like it's a, a very open-ended sort of game i suppose in in a sort of way it's a met metroidvania style of progression where um you can uh, technically um play things that you are absolutely not ready for and get absolutely wrecked but uh, at the end of the day, when you really know what you're doing and you've got the right levels and right weapons and right, right uh, characters that you're playing as, you just become this uh, unstoppable killing machine. And just like the concept of magic robot space ninjas uh, in the future just... I don't like. I don't understand how you could come up with a better concept for a game than that. All right, but we gotta move on to our final uh, good list because we're running out of time. Yeah. Uh, so Shadow, you want to go real quick? Yes, I have two more and an honorable mention, so I'll be quick. Uh, number two is Skybox Labs and Slash Forgotten Empires. They're two developers, but they're working on the same game. That's why I have them on here. And that's Age of Empires 2 HD Edition and all its add-ons. Mm -hmm. And I like them a lot because they basically they brought back childhood for me and they still release uh, three DLCs and good DLCs, in fact, for a almost 20 year old game which is mind-boggling to me and they still up i think they still update it or patch it because you know there's some imbalances and whatnot and i i, I really have to say that's a good good way to do it and i love them for it they still play age of empires every once in a while it's just childhood it's amazing and the number one right now for me is Larian Studios, the developer of the um, Divinity Original Sin 2, well, of the whole Divi um, or Divinity series. And I don't know if, you, if any of you have played Divinity Original Sin 2, but that is one of the most amazing games I've ever played. I've heard of it from Reapers, but I've never seen gameplay of it. It's such a massive, wonderful RPG with so much content. I think I'm like 38 hours in right now, and I'm probably not even half through it. And then they really, um, they gave a free um, update basically this year, I think it was, the Redefined Edition, which apparently has so many changes in it that you cannot use your old save games for it. So after I'm through with the normal game i have to start it again and rediscover all the new stuff they put in for free which is amazing i absolutely love that shit and uh, honorable mentions because you mentioned about developers that have gone um that are not existing anymore mm -hmm. is uh, uh Sirtech, which uh developers of jacket alliance 2 which i think is uh, like the daddy of all xcom style games in my opinion and one of the greatest things they have done is when they released their like the last um, add-on or last uh, expansion for that game, they released the source code, 
basically said, hey, modders, have fun with that. And to that day, to the, uh, today, they're still developing mods for that game. That game is, uh, I think it was released like in, oh, what was that? 1990-something? And they're still developing mods because they got the source code and everything. It's amazing. More developers should do that. If they see that, you know, a game is not selling anymore, or if they're going out of business, just give people, you know, the resources to play with it and make it, you know, live on as a, like, a legacy, so to speak. God, just imagine it. If we actually went on a tangent about game developers that close, we would be here for another hour. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's why I just wanted it as an honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would definitely say something about Capcom Vancouver, but The Last Dead Rising was not that stellar, so I can kind of see why. Yeah, well, was there The Last Dead Rising? I thought only three existed. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right about that. Dead Rising 3 yeah. is the only Dead well, Rising yeah. game that came out. Also, if I had to do an honorable mention just For really sure. quickly, uh... Criterion Games, fantastic studio. Just Burnout. He had, uh, I think they did Black, if I'm not too mistaken. They did. Yeah, just fantastic. I think they had a lot of potential. Also, Pandemic as well, because they did, uh, then they do Mercenaries, I believe. They did, which, uh, quick shout out, will be free on Xbox uh, later this month, I believe. Also, Destroy All Humans. That game was amazing when I played it the first time. Uh, but if yeah, anyone bye bye pandemic yeah that sucks but if anyone uh, has any final good game studios if not I guess we're done huh? uh, I guess we can go to outros now uh, so right. Bane lead uh, us off the show please alright I've been Bane for you you can find me on YouTube at Fuzu F-U-Z-H-O-U um, Twitter, you can find me at Bane for you for YU, and then uh, in my bio, there's uh, it's another game you can click on there. Um, all right, so Sonic, Sonic, Anthony. Well, I guess he went to his uh, hedgehog nest, um, right. to gather <laughs> rings and uh, other oh. assortments of emeralds. So we'll, we'll come back to him in a minute here. Okay. Technical difficulties. Uh, Suicidal Llama, where, we, where can we find you at? Uh, you can find me uh, streaming on Twitch under Bama Llama Ding Dong, uh, and you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Snorz Twaddle. Um, I do. Uh, I, I don't really play anything in particular. Just uh, wh whatever really takes my fancy. But of course, uh, if you want to yell at me on uh, Twitter about what you want me to play, uh, or you know, come watch me. And no speak utter nonsense very similar to what I've been doing this entire podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh so who's next? I guess it's gonna be Shadow. Alright, uh you can find me on various social media sites, uh YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, whatever, as Shadow nineteen ninety CH and I do like weekly VR videos with new and exciting VR games and other let's plays which I just you know games i just like to play so yeah check it out and of course renegade wherever can we find you at no i, I thought you were gonna say last but not least sonic oh uh, well I, I gotta go back around to him i'm, I'm gonna say tony wake the fuck up no i'm kidding <laughs> uh so uh <laughs> if, that on his keyboard with his if he's around his ankles yeah 
<laughs> if he's passed out, uh, you can find him on Twitter at SonicKick underscore. I believe that's what it is. Uh, no, actually, it's SonicKick oh. too. I kind of ah. passed out, but I was falling asleep. I'm sorry. So, uh, you're fine. This is what being in school all day gets you. Uh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. Uh, obviously, you can find me on the Infinite Ammo Syndicate as well, uh, doing stuff with these guys. I think the next major event is just going to be bullshitting about the Game Awards because that's coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, so everyone wants to watch it. I know uh, just reminding people once again, so it's not weird on the live streams. If I cut out commercials, that's to save the video because the last time that I did the Game Wars, every time there was a commercial, they always would flag the video. So there's not going to be any commercials this year. I'm going to block it out and everything will uh, resume as normal, hopefully. You, have, you tried, um, have you tried just um, muting the video and like putting like an, an, like an IAS template picture on it? image on it like just put the logo or whatever yeah i, I probably might just do, do that, that in live stream just that's probably the be, best thing just gonna be real simple because last year that was kind of annoying so i'm just letting people know uh but it's gonna be a lot of fun uh i'm gonna try to get dom to do another call if he can and uh, we'll be multi-streaming that so it's gonna be plenty of fun uh so this is the infinite ammo syndicate signing off on uh top five best and worst well we might as well not even call it five because there was a lot of mentions there. Yeah. T top best and worst. How about that? Just yeah. Top best. Five. Yeah. Top best and worst uh, game developers and publishers and also mentioning dead developers because we did that too. Uh, so we will see you guys next time, of course. And uh, we're signing out later. Bye. Bye. -bye. Peace. Peace.